With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All thanks to Neds. Whatever you bet on, take it to the Neds level. Gamble responsibly. This week, our guest is NRL funny man turned TV host, Bo Ryan. Like, what are you craving the most at that point? Well, what happens, bro? I took a lot of stuff in, right? Well, like snuck it in. Contraband, right? <laughs> what, like, Such what, a like naughty boy from Well, I'm thinking, con- I'm what, like thinking, sugars and shit? Bro, I'm thinking content. So, my, we had two yeah, groups true. of seven or eight. So, there's about 16 of us to start. I can't remember at the start, but we're in two different parts. We have to meet each other in the jungle. And when we get there and did our opening um, scenes, when we all walked out, and bro, I walked out first. And I, I didn't even know the next two people to come mm. out. You know what oh, I mean? Really? I'm thinking shit. You know what I mean? That's actually here we tough, go. isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh. So I'm here and I'm like, okay, then I saw Brooke McClymont, who I know, and then I saw um, Emily Seabomb and a couple of others. But my crew had to, and I had a, contra- I had a bag of contraband, right? <laughs> my crew had to get in a kayak and kayak to the jungle. And we're down there and they go, all right, here's your kayaks. Jump in. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we going to the jungle now? They go, yeah. And I got my bag in the medic tent, Right. So I run back to the tent. They go, what are you doing? I said, oh, I need to talk to the EP. I've got some personal stuff. I run back to the medic tent and I grab all my contraband and put it in my pants. I've got like long keppers on. Yeah. So I'm jumped out. I've got like, bro, I've got like five kilos of coffee. I'm, I'm serious. So I'm jamming it in there. I've got chicken salt. I've got chocolate. I've got protein balls. Bro, I've got, I'm prepared, bro. I've got protein balls. I've got Chiquito bars. Bro, I'm loaded up and I walk back down to the banks and everyone's like, what are you doing? I go, nothing. And then one of the cameras goes, bro, you can't do that. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, mate, you're shaking and rattling. And I said, no, I'm not. And I jump in the kayak and the girl, Cal Wilson, who I'm friends with, she was freaking out a bit. So just act natural, darn. It's good content. <laughs> so we're kayaking, and she goes, "Bo, Bo," and you got cameras on you, bro. You got seven hundred cameras on you, Whoa. Right, in the jungle. So you got cameras on you all the time. People say to me, "Oh, how can they say that when the cameras are there, mate?" When you're being followed twenty four hours a day, after two days, you not don't forget they're they're there, but you don't care, mm. right? Because you got to live. Mm. And I'm paddling, and she taps me. She goes, "Bo, look," and my chicken salt is flying down the river. <laughs> And I go, grab it. And she goes, no. I go, get the chicken salt. Grab the chicken salt. We need it. Anyway, she doesn't grab it. My chocolate balls are floating down. I said, go, just don't lose the coffee, right? So we lose half of that. We get in there. And um, Nathan Buckley, who I'm like that with, right? Yeah. And he's very, very – Did you know him before the show? Never. Very good. Very proud guy. Really tough guy. Great footballer. But one of the best humans I've ever met. I remember sitting there with him and I go, everyone's sitting around. you got to remember, everyone's talking to the cameras and that. And I'm just like, just get me out of here, man, you know. <laughs> I sit next to him. I said, oh, so what, bro, how are you feeling? You know, what, what are you doing? What, what, did you bring anything in? He goes, yeah, I brought my, my morals, my principles oh. and my ethics. <laughs> I said, goes, what about you? I said, bro, i got about five kilos of coffee. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah, mate. No, I said, no worries, mate. By day two, I'm laying there. I feel a tug. He goes, 
bro, you got that coffee? <laughs> so yeah, let's go. So every morning I would sneak down and there's cameras on you, but who cares? Yeah. And I'd have the heated water and then I'd have like five of the boys around me just giving them all their little bit of coffee, <laughs> coming back. And then the others sitting there like this and we're buzzing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man, it's good. Oh, well, we've got to work together. Like we're, we're walking around like junkies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they wouldn't necessarily, they wouldn't come and like the producers and shit wouldn't get you for doing that. They sort of would be, I guess, saying it's good content well. Well, about day four, they said you've got to hand over your contraband. So Are you the really only one know. with it? No, everyone had some. Oh, okay. Even the David uh, who was in it. Um, he had like makeup and stuff with him. Everyone had different concepts. Was that the dude who was in there who wasn't a fake celebrity? celebrity. That wigged me out too. So we all, and they said, you've got two minutes to hand over your contraband. So I've rendered my bag and I'm throwing balls like that. And people just going bang, bang. And you've got to eat it all, right? You've got two minutes. Okay. <laughs> so I throw 90% of my contraband out. I'm keeping the coffee, obviously. A couple of other little things. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and everyone went nuts. And then from that day three, day, like I said earlier, day three, four to seven, mate, you are low, man. Yeah. Oh my God, you're coming off sugar. You don't realise what happens to your body coming off sugar. You go well, into this I've shop. never given my body the chance. Yeah. I don't think I ever have in my entire life. No. We were talking about that the other day, how addictive sugar is. No it's way. like the most addictive thing on the planet, mm. comfortably. Or oh, heroin then sugar. Already. Yeah. Um, well, well <laughs> nah, sugar, sugar shocks you, man. Like, we're dependent on it. Mm. And we don't know that. And, um, you know, we had people like a couple of smokers, people coming off um, uh, alcohol, yeah, right. made alcohol, you come off alcohol. Everyone's coming down, man. We did like night three. We did like one of those, you know, those where you hold hands and do those love circles. Mm. But we do, day three, we're doing that. <laughs> Telling each other how much we love each other. <laughs> and there was a couple of moments where I'm thinking, what am I doing? But I've felt it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Because uh, I'm crashing, man. <laughs> I'm emotional. And I do love all you guys. I've known you for 40 minutes. But I, lo I love you more than anything. Do you know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the zone you get in. It's like a rehab. <laughs> yes. Would you do anything like that again? No way. Or you tapped out. You're no done. Way in the world. Yeah. Stick to hosting. Yeah, I like hosting. I mean, look, I'll do stuff to help the network, and I've always done that. But that show's hard, mate. Yeah, dude. You got to. How long did you say you were there for? Yeah, three weeks. But the thing is, I enjoyed the experience, as in with the people. Like yeah. some of the bonds I've made, I've got lifelong friends, and I went to these hectic places, and you know, my kids loved it, mm. and it was looking. It, it was in, it was enjoyable at times, but mate, I kn I know the feelings that I felt. Plus the anxiety leaving and copping all the stuff. Yeah. It was hard, man. It's funny. We were talking about, you know, because you were coming in, we were talking with Dave and Tommy who were just a bit younger than us, but they were like, for, for them, you were the their first experience of the funny guy on the footy show. We're slightly older, so we saw Maddie and obviously Sterlo and Fatty and all them yeah. like when they were coming through. But you absolutely hold like a massive place in – Rugby league sort of history, TV history as being one of the funny guys in the footy show. Mm. What was that experience like being that? It was a, a nat like, I mean, you are funny, so obviously I can see it's natural, but like, how do you, I guess, see that position that you hold? Well, at the time, I probably, it was a bit full on. It was yeah. a bit, it was a bit, um, over, it was overwhelming. It was, man. I was <clears throat> playing footy at the time and then got asked to do the footy show and, Gary Burns at the time said, you know, Matty just left for all that stuff. And then they come down. They said, oh, look, we've got a spot for you if you want to do it. And I said, do I want He said, I heard you're funny. Say something funny. <laughs> great. So I had Hino with me. And I just said, oh, Hino's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You've got a job tomorrow. <laughs> so I went down to Leichhardt and uh, James, the professor, would come with me. And he said, just do a little piece of the camera. Do some voxies. And I remember I looked at the camera and the light come on. And I hadn't felt anything like that for a long time. And that, bro, you got to remember, we're playing in front of 50,000 people. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't felt a rush like that. And I did the piece, did the voxies, and felt unbelievable. 
felt this adrenaline. Watching it back on TV felt great. Like, I look back now, it was so shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst content. But I loved it. Yeah. Um, Not all your shit. Are you talking about everything you did on well, the Well, the first show, pieces right, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what gotcha, I mean? Gotcha, yeah. And I, uh, bro, I loved it, man. I, uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't explain it. Then I started doing the live show. And when you're doing the footage, you don't realise how much experience it gives you. Bro, we've yeah. got 300 live people. Do you know what I mean? Live yeah. big show. One of, the mo- one of the most watched shows on TV. Giving me all this experience for places like, or to to um, get to places like I am now where I've already done all that. Yeah. You know, you can do all your acting schools or, you know, studies and education. You ain't going to get live experience like that anywhere on any show. They don't do it like that anymore. Mm. So it gave me a lot of confidence, but it was overwhelming, man. Like going, going around, I remember once we did a, especially like Newcastle and Wollongong. What, mate, we got, we'd have 10,000 people at the entertainment centre. Yeah. We went to Mackay once and um, we had 10,000 people in Mackay, right? And I'm talking like we're going walking around town. It was like rock star shit. And we got to the entertainment centre and the lady said, this is the quickest we've ever sold a live event ever. Whoa. Elton John sold out in 15 minutes. The footy show sold out in 13 minutes. Wow. Better that, day, that day I, I, saw, I was doing Voxies and I signed a, a girl's arm and she went and got the tattoo. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was like, it was full on, man. More full on than the experience of just being a professional footballer. Hey? Way, like way more, more like, full yeah. on. Way more full on. So you just, after, I guess, starting on the footy show, how, how quickly was it like, oh, shit, I'm now like a media personality as well as a footy player? Probably about 12 months. Right. Probably about 12 months. So I started in 09 at the back end, and then halfway through, yeah, probably 2009, 2010, it just started going bang. And then it went, went like it was. And then it was, it was, mate. I was filming a day a week, live show, sometimes two or two days a week, um, going in there learning stuff about you know hosting and stuff, sitting in the edit. It was full Did on. Did you there. like it more than footy at at, one, at a point? Yeah, only because I got injured, and <clears throat> the back end of my career, I had no injuries. Playing. Was it your neck? Yeah, I had no injuries. And then in 2013, when I did my neck at the back end, I had surgery, and I came back, and mate, I was, I was on physio tables. 10 hours a week. Uh, so it was a lot of effort to get ready for a game and a lot of risk that wasn't worth the reward. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, fully. Listen to All Talk with Hello Sport. We are on SEN. We are talking to Bo Ryan. Now, Bo, was it hard to balance, like, from 2009 onwards, your footy and your media career? It did get hard. Yeah. Um, when I went to Cronulla, one of the main reasons, I mean, we used to train on Thursday, Arvo, Thursday night sometimes, and it'd get to quarter past six, and Flanagan said, Bo, you got to go. So I would leave training, training and go and do the live show, and that made it easier. Yeah. But there were times when, like, my body, man, flying back from New Zealand, getting back on a Sunday night, we might have Monday morning off, Monday training for um, Sharks. I'd have to go and film five hours of boxies or something. Mm. Like, it was relentless, but... Like, did you get cop any shit within the team? Being like, you know, you're, you're Bo Ryan, the TV star as well, uh, as being the player? Or was that I think, cool yeah, way? like, not when I started, because the boys were encouraging, and that was a big thing. Benji and everyone at the Tigers were encouraging, and Sharks was one of the reasons I went there. Yeah. Because it was all part of it. Gal and that, we'd rip into each other. Mate, there was nothing off limits, bro. We're into each other about everything. Did he punch you or you punch him on a Mad Monday? No, he punched me, yeah. <laughs> he punched me. We were, um... They, they, uh... <laughs> Day two, <laughs> we were playing. Uh, we played Manly to get into the grand final. We and, made the, uh, grand well, the game final, to get into the grand final, and oh, bro, that's when I went low on Tafua and jammed my neck and my arm. And I met gals day, day two in the pool. There was about six of us left, and I remember I had this little his son out. His son Cody was only little, and I had a little golf, one of his little plastic golf clubs. 
So I'm just walking past his tee off and he said, and um, he kept turning around and then I kept walking, bang, and the head is in the pool and he goes, do it again, I'm going to hit you. And all I remember is as I'm going to do it, he's just turned around and just gone bang in the cheek and I'm in the pool. Bro, in my face... Just like starts blowing up. Oh up. my god! Just like blowing up. Eye closed. I remember I got home and my missus was like, "What the f- going on?" <laughs> I said, "I got cow punched by going." Yeah. Um, Pressing charges. Well, it's a bit of a claim to fame now with Gal doing everything he's doing, yeah, yeah, right? Getting yeah. smacked by Gal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back to the footy show when you're doing your your comedy bits. Are you writing a lot of that shit? I know the professor. He's like yeah. been a producer and shit, right? But how involved are you in um, what's well? He wrote, so he wrote, wrote most of it. Yeah. A lot of the stuff. I really enjoyed the skits more. Yeah. And, I mean, he would have a lot of the script and then I would bounce off it in the moment, you know what it's like. Um, obviously, all the Voxy stuff I just do myself, which yeah. you can't yeah. really script. But um, he did a lot of the heavy lifting early. And, yeah, we worked really well together. We worked really well together. Our hands got a bit tight as we got a bit later in the piece. Mm. Um, but we really, yeah, we really worked well together. How how long would you spend when you were going out to like Parramatta and shit, taking the piss out of people? Back Find dribblers in the streets. Back yeah. then, rule of thumb, right? One hour of footage, one one minute. One hour of footage, one minute. Okay. If you yeah. want quality stuff, yeah. You want quality stuff, you're doing one hour of voxies for one minute. But we'd go out to Parramatta or Bankstown and do three hours and get six minutes sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you've got to put the work in if you want high-quality stuff, yeah. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.